depending on God and trusting in his word is not something that we just are able automatically to do. We have to learn how to do this. But in my experience, I've learned that trusting in God is the wisest thing I've ever done. Tell your neighbor, trusting in God is the wisest thing I've ever done. If you love the Lord and appreciate him, please take your seats in the house of the Lord. What a wonderful service this has been this morning. Let's praise God for Elder Charles Blake II. Our wonderful singers and musicians. And your neighbor may have been praying for you. Why don't you clap your hands and praise God for your neighbor. Psalm 119, verse 92. Unless your law had been my delight, I would then have perished in my affliction. Victory over affliction. Say it after me, please. Victory over affliction. The strength of a person is not revealed by how he or she functions when demands are low and conditions are ideal. A person's ability to survive, a person's ability to succeed are not determined by how that person deals with normal, everyday living. Even the term survive implies that one hath confronted something that might well have taken him out. But he outlasted it, and he kept on living. He survived. Strength and ability are manifested when the burden is heavy, when the conditions are complicated and adverse. You can't become a great athlete or sea captain sitting in an easy chair in front of the television. No, no, no. A great athlete is revealed only after the most difficult of opponents and contests have been endured and conquered. And when you've endured and conquered, then you deserve the title great. A great sea captain is revealed only after he has successfully stood at his command through many violent storms and violent attacks. In most areas of life, it's best to prepare for the worst. Earthquakes occur only occasionally, but you need to build a house that will withstand the earthquake. Under normal circumstances, it won't need to be that strong. But when the earthquake comes, it's going to need to be 
strong. Can I get some help in here? If you stay in an area where forest fires occur, buy a roof that is fire existent. Fire resistant. It won't be a fire every day, but if one occurs, if a fire does come, you'll be able to resist the fire better if you have a fire resistant roof. And then somebody said, save your money for a rainy day. Every day won't be like that. But when a rainy day occurs, you'll be ready and able to deal with it. Can I talk today? If you're prepared and able to deal with men on horses, then men on foot should be much easier for you to deal with. What one would do well to prepare for the unexpected, to prepare for the difficult. If one expects to last and survive, he should be ready to deal with tough periods of diminishing returns, periods of drought, trouble, distress, and periods of affliction. You gotta be ready to deal with the fact that you may get sick. You may be injured. You may have an automobile accident. Your house might one day catch fire. Sooner or later, you're gonna die. We may lose our jobs, money may run out. And that time of affliction is something you must be prepared to deal with. Affliction is misery, suffering, trouble, torment, sickness. Affliction is persistent pain and distress. And how many of you know that affliction is a very unpleasant experience? Nobody enjoys affliction. But all of us will one day or another inevitably face some kind of affliction. I'm telling the truth to you today. No matter how wonderful your life might be, affliction may come into your life. And it's during times of affliction that we are most likely to perish. Some people are intimidated by their afflictions. They think and talk of nothing else but their afflictions. Some become dysfunctional and erotic in the face of their afflictions. Some are defeated and finished by their afflictions. Even though they live on, they will not and cannot hope, trust, and believe anymore. They are defeated by their afflictions. Some affliction drives all joy and all happiness from the lives of those who are afflicted. They're depressed by their afflictions. Listen, when you give up, it's over. You might have lived through it, but because you gave up, your affliction becomes your tomb. I'm trying to convince you today, don't let your affliction become your tomb. 
Your body knows when you have given up. Your body knows when you have no more fight left in you. And the plight of the writer of our text for today was very different from those whom I have described. He proclaims in Psalm 119.92, unless your law had been my delight, I would then have perished in my affliction. Now we don't know the nature of his affliction. It may have been physical. It may have been economic or emotional. It may have been relational. But he said, the reason I did not perish in my affliction is that I delighted in the law of God. Study for him was not a responsibility. It was not a duty. It was a joy to him to study the word of the Lord. Meditating on God's word was one of the ways this psalmist found pleasure. Listen, those who read the word know the more you read the Bible, the greater and stronger your appetite grows for the Bible. You read it not just because you're supposed to read it, but because you want to read it and need to read it. How many of you really know you need to read the Bible? It's amazing that there are many believers who have never read the Bible. You don't read it jumping from verse to verse, but you need to start at one cover and read all the way to the other cover if you really want to read the Bible in the way that it should be read. He enjoyed the Word of God. In the first place, the Word gave him the ability to discern and to discriminate and to find his way amid the darkness. How many of you know the Word of God will guide you and direct you? Times of affliction are in many ways times of darkness. Trouble can cause a cloud of darkness to surround your life. Darkness can overwhelm the mind so that the mind is filled with questions that one is unable to answer. Darkness can overwhelm the mind. What did I do to deserve this? Why is this happening to me? God must hate me. He must be angry toward me. He must have forgotten about me. Listen, in the midst of afflictions, darkness can cover one's relationships and one sincerely does not know which way to turn. In the midst of afflictions, darkness can come. And listen, one is at a loss as to what to do, what to say, and which direction should one turn in. This darkness can cause you to perish because unless you find your way out of it, you have no hope for the future. But the psalmist proclaimed, I did not perish in the darkness because God's word brought light to me. In Psalm 119, 105, the Bible says, Thy word is a lamp to my feet 
and a light to my pathway. Listen, we are not designed to cope in the darkness. We are not designed to make it in the darkness. We fall over things and trip and stuff our toe in the darkness and we find ourselves bewildered as to what I need to do. But Lynn, listen, when you get in the word of God, you start saying, oh, I see. The word told me about this. I know what this is about because the word gives me light in my darkness. But also, you can delight in God's word because it will keep you from perishing in affliction and it will give you hope and faith that you will survive. If you know the word of God, you will have hope and faith that you will survive. So much of life might cause people to give up and to perish. You need something that will help you endure, that will help you persist. We need something that will help us to go through the trial and the tough time. Proverbs 18 and 14 says, the spirit of a man will sustain him in darkness, but who can bear a wounded spirit? Has your spirit ever been wounded? Motivation is lost and gone. And you have nothing within you that will say, listen, you can make it through this day. Don't let that knock you out. Get up and start again. But if your spirit is wounded, your spirit will consent. Yes, we're going to fail. Yes, it's rough. Yes, we don't have any way out of this or over this. But listen, God's word gives our spirit hope. And God's word will keep us from giving up. Have you ever had God to send a message and a surge of hope and confidence into your life so that though you were about ready to wave the flag and throw in the towel, your spirit began to be built up within you and you became determined that I'm going to make it. I'm, I'm going to overcome. I'm not going to let this get me down. There's still hope. If I don't give up, if I keep on fighting, I'm going to come out of this more than a champion. Listen, look over and say, hello, champion. You've got a champion sitting beside you. But if you put your trust in God and allow the Spirit of God to build up your spirit, you will be able to survive. Are there any survivors in the house? Come on, give that neighbor by you a high five and say, hello, survivor. I believe there's somebody that came in the house today who is determined you're going to survive. You're going to make it. You're not going to stop. You're not going to give up. I am a survivor. If you are a survivor, clap your hands and praise the Lord. The Bible can teach you how to have faith that you're going to make it. In Habakkuk 2 and 4, Habakkuk said, Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. Listen, God can so work in your life that faith will begin to build up, become strong, so that even in the face of sickness and death 
and trouble and bankruptcy, your spirit will urge you to rise up, stand up, and march on in the name of Jesus. It's going to be all right. Come on, tell somebody it's going to be all right. Hmm. The psalmist said in Psalm 27 and 13, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Listen, child of God, you've got to have faith in God. And if you've got faith in God, I see you rising up higher than you've ever gone before in all your life. Come on, clap your hands and praise God. This is what Paul was able to say in Galatians 6 and 9. Let us not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we don't lose heart. Bible said again in Psalm 30 and 5, weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. If you knew what God has in store for you, you would have a party and a celebration and you'd be praising God with all your might. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Let me tell you what else a delight in the law of God will do. How it will keep you from perishing in affliction. It will do that because it builds up health and it builds up strength. Listen, it may be that you have a deficient diet. You've not been getting enough soul food. I'm not talking about collard greens and fat back. I'm, I'm talking about something that will feed your soul that will give you strength when you would be weak that will enable you to endure and to go through by the power of God. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, the Bible communicates to us how it makes us strong. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Listen, the word of God will build you up and make you strong. Hallelujah. They're like the Energizer Bunny. It just keeps going and going and going. It's, it's like that little, not that Energizer Bunny, but what is it, that, that other animal that gets soul food and built up and able to go by the power of the Lord. It takes a licking and keeps on sicking. Yeah, that lick was supposed to knock you out, knock you down, but you just kept on stepping, kept on going by the power and might of Almighty God. Come on, clap your hands and praise God for God. Mm, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give him some more praise. Listen, just, just, just as a healthy and balanced diet and a vigorous exercise program 
will result in a physical body that will endure great stress and strain, so will a spirit that is built up by the word of God endure trials and afflictions. Listen, if you've been getting your spiritual exercise and reading the Bible and getting your spiritual built up by studying the word and having prayer and going before God, the more you pray, the stronger you will come. The more you pray, the more you can go through, the more you can endure. And when you're built up and when you're strong, you're strengthened and fortified by large doses of the word of God. You would not have made it if it had not been for the word of God, except I desired your word. If I desired your promise and your power and your ability, I would not have made it. Listen, some people, if you say boo to them, they fall out. But some people also built up by the word that they are so strong and so able that they can go through whatever the trial might be. The word of God enables us to survive adversity because it instructs us in the tactics and weapons of survival. Listen, you can become versed in the word of God that you become a Holy Ghost karate expert. You become a Holy Ghost Tong Fu expert. You become one able to overcome every wile of the enemy. Jesus knew how to fight. And when he was in the wilderness fasting and praying, the devil came and tried to discourage him and turn him away from his goal. But while the devil was talking, Jesus was remembering the word of God. And he said to the devil, listen, the word of God says, it is written. He was throwing judo chops and knocking the devil down and knocking the devil out and you can become so strong and when your trials come upon you that the word of God says that I give you power over all the power of the enemy. The word of God says hold on. The word of God says weeping may endure for a night but joy will come in the morning. Grab your neighbor by the hand. Say, hold on, neighbor. Hold on. You're not going to be defeated. You're not going to be stopped. You're overcoming by the power and the might of Almighty God. Reading the Bible enables him to become so strong that he can strategize and handle his emotions and his mind so that whatever came upon him, he could overcome it. You can refocus your mind. You can refocus your spirit. You can build up your spiritual strength. Listen, if you can take your mind off of what you're going through, if you can take your mind off of what you are enduring, you can make it. If you can replace a negative thought with a positive thought, you can take a giant step toward your survival. Listen, every time the devil comes with a negative thought, come on back with a positive thought. The devil will say, you can go through, you can't endure, you can't overcome what you're going through. 
But in your mind, you can say, if I keep my mind staying on Jesus, I'll go above this trial. Hallelujah. Paul said, finally, brethren, in Philippians 4 and 8, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there's any virtue or anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. If your mind is set on Jesus Christ, you have a a wonderful strength and power to rise above your situation. If your mind is fixed on Jesus, I see you going through and overcoming. Joshua said this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, and that you may do according to all that is written in it. And if you do, you will make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. The Bible says, if I can just take my mind off of what people say and what people might do, and set my mind on Jesus Christ. I can make my way prosperous. I can have good success. I'm gonna straighten out my way. I'm gonna line up my way. I'm going to fix my way. The rocks and stones moved out of the way. I'm gonna bring the Holy Ghost to bear on my situation. I'm gonna do God's will. And if I do, I'll make my way prosperous. You look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you can make your way prosperous. And you can have good success. You don't have to wait on somebody to bring it to you. You can reach out and grasp it all by my might, all by yourself, through the power of God. Come on and praise it. Help me praise it. Hallelujah. The word of God will keep you from being destroyed. It'll keep you from perishing because it instructs you how to gain ultimate power, ultimate success, and how to receive power and might to overcome. It's possible to supercharge your life. I said it's possible to supercharge your life. It's possible to be more than you are. I heard Jesus tell us in Luke 10 and 19, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and on scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Come on, tell your neighbor, you've got the power. You've got the power. I've got power that you can't see. God is living inside me. I can fight any enemy for God and me are a majority. Look at your neighbor and say, God 
fights for me. Tell the one on the other side, God fights for me. He said, I give you power. You've got the power. You've got the anointing. They called on God. They got on one accord. They began to pray. The place was shaken where they were sitting and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Do you have the Holy Ghost? You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Come on, praise God for the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Come on and praise Him. Come on and praise Him for the Spirit of God, for the presence of God. Hallelujah. 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 Child of God, it's time to take charge of your life. It's time to take charge of your future. You can say to the devil, I command you, Satan, in the name of the Lord. Drop your weapons and flee. But God has given me authority to walk all over. Be, you've got victory over the devil. You've got victory over the enemy. It's going to be all right. I said, it's going to be all right. All right, all right, all right. The word of God will keep you from perishing because it will warn you that affliction is on the way. Affliction should not catch you by surprise. You should expect it because the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. Expect it, get ready for it. But when it comes, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. If Jesus got the victory, I know you can make it by the power of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Child of God, it's going to be all right. I said it's going to be all right because all things work together for good to them that love the Lord who are the called according to his purpose. If God called you and you pursue his person, it's going to be all right. If you walk in his will, he will bring you through. Through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Clap your hand. Give God praise. Give God praise. Give God there's something that you've got to go through some things you've got to endure Paul had a thorn in the flesh and asked God three times to take it away God said to Paul listen I'm not going to take it away yet you've got to go through something this is the trial I'm going to bring you through, but you're going to come out on the other side. Yes, you're going through it. Anybody in the house going through it today? Anybody going through it? Through trial, through tribulation, 
through trouble. God said, listen, this is why I'm going to bring you through. I'm going to bring you out of it. But if you'll praise me, if you'll hold on by faith, I'm going to bring you out of this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Ephesians 1, 19, he said, what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in us when he raised us from the dead and seated us at his right hand in heavenly places. Paul said, I know in whom I have believed and I am persuaded that he's able. I said he's able. Tell your neighbor he's able to keep that that I've committed unto him against that day. Tell your neighbor it's going to be all right. God said, you're coming out. God said, you're coming over. God said, you're going to endure. Praise him. Praise him. We've got a champion in charge of our lives. We've got a champion that guarantees our success. We've got a champion that it shall be all right. Hold on, child of God. Jesus gave us an example. Jesus was lied on. He was beaten. He was spat upon. He was buffeted, crown of thorns, crushed into his skull. But he said, I'll see you in three days. I'll see you. I may be crucified, but I'm going to rise by the power of God. He went upon the cross, nailed in his hands, nailed in his feet. Hallelujah. Pierced in the side. He died on the cross. But early on the third day morning, Jesus got up from the grave and said, all power in heaven and in earth is given unto me. I've got the key to death, hell, and the grave. Tell your neighbor, Jesus, I've got the key. I'm coming out, out of trials, out of temptation, out of tribulation. Hallelujah. Yes, wait. My third day is coming. Hold on. The third day is coming. He got up. You'll get up. And you'll go through more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Come on and praise God for victory. Praise Him, praise Him, praise Him, praise Him. You know the little thing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Stand up everybody.